the first place is you, you need the truth. Okay. Like what is I love that. Yeah. The truth. Yeah. What what is grounded in the truth? Because many times strongholds are are emotional beliefs mm. that we have. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to What Was That About? I'm so excited about today's episode. If you're new to our program, my name is Moses Khan. I'm the host. I'm joined with Dr. Tony Soldano, lead pastor of All People's Church here in Brampton, uh, Canada. Pastor, we did an episode on strongholds uh, and really defining the fact that you do have strongholds, uh, what they are. But today's episode is part two of that, and that's going to be focused on how do we tear down strongholds? How do we uh, deconstruct strongholds? How do we defeat the strongholds, the patterns of thinking uh, in our in our mind? Wow, you know, first of all, let's 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 recap a little bit. Yeah. So these are castles. These are right. high towers. Yep. Uh, in in biblical days, medieval days, I love watching those movies. By the way, so good. Um, they were very high. They were very strong. They yep. were meant sometimes to defend an entire city or an right. entire village. They people would be you know, behind the walls uh -huh. and there would be these great big uh, towers. Yep. And and think of the imagery. Think mm -hmm. of what it took for an invading army to destroy these walls or destroy right. these towers. They would have to throw the equivalent of rocks, yeah. boulders, yep, yep, yep. or sometimes, uh, you know, whether it's fire or or uh, those, those huge metal balls, uh -huh. if you will, uh, that would have to be thrown at a great velocity mm. against these concrete walls. And they were made to withstand these incredible shots. How, right. how else can you how else can you describe it? But eventually, yeah. if they were, you know, pelted with enough rocks and mm. enough ammunition, mm -hmm. eventually they would they would fall. Yeah. So why do we want to say that? Because Pastor Moses, these things are formidable. Right. We're not talking about easily destroyed things. As a matter of fact, if we go back to the scripture, uh, Paul says our weapons are mighty. Right. Like that word, mighty, talks about force. Yeah. Talks about power. Actually has a connection to dunamis, mm. dynamite. Yeah. Like that, that you need wow. explosive power. To tear these things down, that's how strong they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm getting Braveheart imagery, King Arthur imagery, <laughs> um, all sorts of imagery in, in my mind. So we've we've established, Pastor, that these are serious things. Right. Um, that that cannot just be, you know, wished away, but they require strategy, they require intentionality. So wh where would you go, you know, if somebody is struggling with this, what's the first place? You would go. The first place is you, you need the truth. Okay. Like what is I love that. Yeah. The truth. Yeah. What what is grounded in the truth? Because many times strongholds are are emotional beliefs mm. that we have. I like that you added emotional there. Yeah, because because that's what gives it the strength. Right. That's what gives it the passion. Yeah. But some of our thinking can be very false. Mm. It can be based on a on Come a on. lie. Yeah. You know, people don't people don't like me. People don't want me. You know, we talked about this in the previous. Uh, in the previous program, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sometimes even in racism, I I may be part of a people group that is victimized, even though the individual themselves has maybe never experienced racism, mm -hmm. but their their mindset is there. They really believe that. Right. That's a stronghold. Yeah. And and so you have to find out what is the truth. You know, if we go to the Old Testament, there's a, another beautiful character there. Last time we talked about Peter. Let's talk about King David. Mm -hmm. King David fell into sin. <laughs> 
yeah. right? He 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 needed to be confronted by Nathan, by Nate, you know, by the prophet. Mm-hmm. He needed the truth, right, to come and correct him because he's in complete deception. Right. He has a stronghold that we're talking about mm-hmm. the same with Bathsheba, right? Mm-hmm. And and so he has a stronghold in his mind that what he's what he's done is okay. Right. He's he's perfectly fine. Yeah. And and God has to. Uh, appeal to his sense of justice mm-hmm. and righteousness uh, for the prophet to say, you know, when, when David becomes indignant, Nathan says, you're the guy. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're the man. You're That's the problem right. here. That's right. And all of a sudden, it's like the stronghold comes down yeah. and David repents. When, when he was confronted with the truth, mm-hmm. he saw himself for who he really was. Yeah. And what he had done. Right. That's really good. That's really good. We need that mirror of truth because we're oftentimes caught up in our own self-deception. I love that story because David is ready to kill the man. If you're not familiar with it, go check that story out. But he's ready to kill the man in the story that Nathan portrays. Yeah. And then Nathan goes, hey, David, that's that's you. And I love what follows. David repents. When we see the truth, we need to turn. We need to reconstruct those, those thought patterns um, in our life. So number one, what is the truth in this situation? Because the truth then also gives us perspective. Mm. And hopefully, you know, when I look at that, when I look at that story of King David, yeah, to me, it's the mercy of God. Okay. I mean, if God had just allowed him to go on mm-hmm. thinking everything's fine, everything's okay. And by the way, caused, you know, Bathsheba's husband to be murdered. That's right. You know, yeah. or, or, or caused his death. And he was... Technically, he was, you know, he was he was killed in battle. Yeah, but right. David said, "Hey, put him where the the fight is the hottest. Yeah. Make make sure this guy make dies. Sure he dies. Let, yeah. Let's let's get rid of him." And so God's God's mercy in his life to give him greater perspective on who he was mm-hmm. and and what he had done. Because when we have strongholds, we lack perspective. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, and I want you to kind of talk a little bit about self talk, mm. because sometimes we we can self-talk you know we have another scenario where, where david strengthened himself in the lord right but in this particular case he needed to be confronted uh you know by the prophetic ministry mm-hmm. but you know there are times where we need to develop this skill of self-talk yeah. so that we provide our own perspective in an accurate way talk a little bit about that Pastor. yeah yeah i think it i think it goes both ways i think i think that david would have done a little bit of self-talk that would have led him to hide those things and be okay with them, where we need then truth to come in, perspective and clarity to come in. But then the other side of you know um, self-talk is that scripture where David strengthens himself in the Lord and he's preparing himself to go into another battle, right? And so I think that's that's important because we have to give ourselves the permission to believe that not everything we're thinking is good for us. It's very good. Right? We, we have to allow ourselves to, to to have that freedom. We have to give ourselves that permission. Hey, listen, not everything you think is healthy. So to be able to go into your mind and to ask the questions, hey, is number one, I love what you said, the truth, is, is what I'm thinking, is what I'm constructing, the story I'm, I'm, I'm writing in my head, is this the truth? Is it lacking perspective? Is it lacking clarity, right? And so we need to be able to ask those questions so that we can lead ourselves to um, the place where we're th- thinking healthy thoughts, where now we're deconstructing strongholds and who God is, is, is above those things. You know, a couple weeks ago, we were in a small group and, and, and we were talking about, we were talking about peace and I asked my small group, hey, you know, we often hear about 
the peace that surpasses understanding. Like, how do you get to that? Well, you know, they said we, we pray, we, we declare, we make prophetic declarations. I have the peace. And all of that is good. Mm -hmm. But the scripture says that you don't actually pray yourself to peace. You think yourself to peace. Very good. It, it says... Think on these things. And Paul has a list of brilliant and beautiful things that we need to think on. That's and right. then he says, and then the peace that surpasses all understanding will come. Right. right. And so how do you think yourself to that peace? Unless you do self-talk, unless you grab your thoughts right, right and, and say, no, 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 this is unhealthy. This is wrong. This isn't true. This is more connected to my feelings. And then actually think on the things that Paul lists. And then at some point, because we, I, I love I love God, because at some point, when, once we think ourselves to a certain place, the grace of God comes in and he brings that peace that surpasses understanding. So then we have to ask the question, what was David thinking? Mm, that's <laughs> right? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Because this is a man that loves God. Mm -hmm. This is a man that knows the scriptures. Yeah. You know, I, I wrote some things, you know, I wrote some things down here that, that, that sometimes, you know, we have these excuses that we fall back on because, you know, David had to justify, mm. like, like, like to get there and to violate God's word. Right. He would have to justify. He would, he would have to say things like, well, God knows my heart. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, I fought so, so many battles for God. Right. And I and I'm the king, and I'm you know I'm entitled to this woman, and yeah. and I, I I rule the 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 whole kingdom, and I you know I, I've done such amazing things, and so this negative self talk mm. that created a stronghold for him against God, right. and here's what's interesting, God doesn't intervene at that moment, yeah, like God allows David to go on with this self talk to. Right. To create because you know we, we kind of always think well the moment you know our mind gets off the rail well god's going to be right in there to police us no mm. no no paul says guard your own heart yeah guard we have to be on guard yep, yep. like how do we you know how do we bring down strongholds you know as you're saying we need to think on these things but we need to be on guard right we we need to let the peace of god umpire that's mm, really what that's that good. you know philippians he talks about the peace of god umpiring our hearts well yeah. you know what we need to do that you know, for ourselves yeah. as well as God's grace operating. So, right. so we got to make sure that when we are talking about, you know, self-talk, that we're we're on the right side of the page. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we got to look and say, "What were you thinking?" That's right. In that moment, that's right. Because it's very easy to justify our behavior. You know, I'm a good person. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, this is the way I've always been. Mm. Uh, my oh, parents were like this. We, we, my, should, we should like, go there for a second. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is who I am. This is this is how God made me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I want you to jump on this because I, I thought about something I was driving in today and I thought about, you know, a lot of our a lot of our teaching in society today is basically, you know, accept who you are, right. be who you are, be happy with who you are. Yeah. And nowhere in particularly in the New Testament does anybody, yep. any writer ever say to us, be happy with who you are, accept who you are. That's right. As a matter of fact, we're always told, crucify that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were good enough, then Jesus did not need to come and die for you, right? Like if you were perfect the way you were, if God is like, man, what a masterpiece I've created. Yeah. Let me just leave that person alone. He would have never sent Jesus to die for your sin, right? Yeah. And so Jesus steps on, and we've talked a little bit about this, but Jesus step, steps into humanity, starts his ministry, and the first thing he says to humanity is, you're wrong. You need to repent. You need to rethink 
right? Your thoughts change your direction. You're not good enough. You're not good enough, right? (laughs) And so, and then you bring in the recreation. So we have this whole theology in the New Testament that we are now born again. We're, We're new beings. God has recreated us. And so then what do you do with that theology if who you are is good enough? If, if you're fine just the way God made you, yes. well, the reality is you're not. And he wants to change that, yes. right? And so you have Romans 12 where he says, uh, do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So transformation is so, so necessary. Yes. Because the reality is by default, we're not good enough. The thoughts we think lead us astray. And so we need yeah. God to come in. Before, you know, we're running out of time, but I I, I want to make sure because the other one that I want to mention is yeah. is the bigger and better mm. principle yeah, or what I also like to call the displacement theory. Mm. Like, let's go back to David's life. David displaces God with Bathsheba. Mm. But if we go to another story in the Bible of, of Joseph of the Old Testament, right. interestingly, here again, sexuality... Joseph resisted Mrs. Potiphar because he recognized there was a bigger and better, that there was something that Mm -hmm. God had for him and he was not about to just give his life over to this Gentile woman. There there was something in his life that said, no, I'm called to better things than this. And so how do we, how do we, you know, how do we destroy arguments? There has to be a better argument. Right. There has to be a better Come place. That's good, yeah. Does that make sense? Go yeah. ahead and jump in on that. Yeah, no, I think we're not going to defeat our current state of thinking until we find something that's bigger and better, right? And so so often we get stuck in patterns of thought. We have addictions. We have all cert- sorts of things, behavior things that are caused by certain ways of thinking. But you have to ask yourself, what's bigger and better than this? Like if I'm going to defeat it, then, then what's... So for Paul... What's bigger and better than strongholds? The knowledge of God, the knowledge of Christ. That for Paul is bigger and better than every stronghold. And so at some point you have to believe that that's bigger and better, right? I, you hear stories of, you know, people who used to smoke, for instance, and, and they meet somebody who doesn't, doesn't like that. And they're like, well, you know what? I'll, I'll quit because you're worth it. Why? You're bigger and better than that. And so the strongholds, the patterns of thinking, the behaviors that we struggle with, we have to say, we have to find something that's bigger and better. And we have to believe that it is. So you know what it says, Pastor Moses, that when we when we don't believe it or we don't move to the bigger and better, when we don't, when we don't operate in displacement, yeah. so displacing something in our lives or something that's greater, then the stronghold becomes, this is good enough. Mm, where, right. where I am is good enough. Yeah, wow. And, and that is where... Uh, that's the devil's playground. That's mm-hmm. dangerous. That's where we get we get trapped. And so uh, God has given us incredible weapons yep. to bring down these high and lofty ideas, to, right. to tear down these castles yeah. that have imprisoned us. And mm-hmm. God wants to deliver the prisoner. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. God wants My to deliver goodness. you. So good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think and I hope that was helpful for you. And, and and we just declare even over you right now that you would operate in a healthy mind, begin to tear down those Amen. strongholds and, and live the life that God has called you to live. Dr. Tony, as always, Amen. such, such a pleasure. Wow. So much fun. Such good things that come out of this. We hope that you're blessed. We'll catch you on the next episode of What Was That About? God bless you.